Hello and welcome to this week's edition of The Organist on Cause with me, Damon Cox, back at the microphone and rolling into the merry month of February. January is supposed to be really slow, but that one, certainly for me anyway, raced past. Now, we've got enough of a spotlight show. Um, these seem to be going down very well with people out there. And uh, this time I thought I would spotlight one particular instrument rather than a particular artist and feature tracks from uh, that particular instrument throughout various stages of its life. Now, the reason behind doing this particular instrument is that recently news has very much hit the headlines about the potential imminent closure of the Musical Museum in Brentford, which, of course, houses the ex-Regal Kingston-upon-Thames world. It's a, a very fine, if not unique, instrument that for many years was resided over by Joseph Seal. This uh, wonderful museum uh, should not be allowed to close its doors, and at the moment they're doing a GoFundMe fundraising scheme to try and raise £60,000. So perhaps if you listen to tonight's show and you're feeling a little bit generous, then you might want to consider donating via the link I've popped on the website. Let's go back to the Regal's very, very early days and to a fantastic track put down on 78 RPM record by Sidney Torch, who was, of course, a great rhythm player. And here he is. Thank you. 
That was Sydney Torch at the organ of the Regal Kingston-upon-Thames, recorded on the 29th of October 1937. And that was called Torch Song Parade of 1937. Couldn't be any later than that, could it? And it includes his signature tune, I've Gotta Sing a Torch Song, Swing in the Air, You're Here, You're There, You're Everywhere, Wake Up and Live, and Irving Berlin's This Year's Kisses. Now, for a bit of history on the organ, it's rather unique because before 1931, the Wurlitzer was installed in the Chicago residence of Mr Comstock. After, I believe, he went bankrupt and the Wurlitzer was returned to the factory, it was then shipped and installed to the Regal Kingston-upon-Thames. It was at this point that the harmonic tuba, chimes and grand piano were added. On the 15th of February 1932, the Regal opened with Reginald Fort at the console. In 1936, Union Cinemas bought the cinema and the console was given an illuminated surround and a Wurlitzer music desk. In 1938, the cinema changed hands again, this time to ABC, Associated British Cinemas. In 1940, during October and the Blitz, of course, a bomb fell on the theatre, but only mild damage was done to the Wurlitzer. In 1946, the oboe horn was replaced with a clarinet from the Ritz-Richmond, and in 1955, the clarinet was replaced with a crummet from the Dominion Walthamstow, thus leaving the uh, specification and ranks available on the organ as it is today. Now, that's enough waffle on for the moment. And time to turn to that man I mentioned at the very beginning of the show who was perhaps the most associated with this particular instrument, Joseph Seal. He really got the best from this organ. And, uh, well, let's have the first part of a broadcast. Must be early on because the signature tune is Do You Know John Peel? He later changed it to Melody For You. But here we go. Now, what rhymes with John Peel? Why, Joseph Seal at the organ of the Regal Cinema, Kingston-upon-Thames. And uh, he, in his first half of the programme, introduces us to a selection which is called Tuneful Twenties, including numbers like uh, Memories, Do Wackadoo, and of course, Bye Bye Blackbird. And he follows that uh, with a piece by a fellow organist, Harold Coombs, called Valse Mignon. Thank you. 
Joseph Seal ending with Val's Mignon and uh, some excellent fine playing. And I particularly like some of the earlier broadcasts at Kingston because they feature arrangements uh, done by Joe. He was a fastidious arranger and wrote everything out note for note that uh, he didn't play later years on broadcast. So uh, some wonderful stuff there. And before that, obviously, we had tunes from the 1920s. The organ was removed from the cinema in October 1972 and uh, it was to move to its new location, the Musical Museum in Brentford. Well, actually, at the time, it was called the Piano Museum, and uh, at the time, in the 70s, the museum was located in St George's Church uh, along the same road that the current museum is at today. Uh, Obviously, the man associated with the Piano Museum was Frank Holland. He and Richard Cole were key in the removal and resurrection of the organ. And so, a year later... In September, the organ was reopened by Joseph Seal and Robin Richmond live in concert. Over the years, there's been many fine recordings of this particular Wurlitzer, and uh, whilst it was at the museum at any rate. While the organ was at the piano museum, several fine recordings were made featuring the Wurlitzer, and uh, up next to just a couple of them whilst it was at the church. Um, first up, Len Rawl at the keys with that old Charles Trenet number La Mer. Then David Lowe and Wave. Obviously, there seems to be a sort of seaside uh, tune, but that's obviously piece written by Antonio Carlos Jobim. And finally, to end this trio of tunes, Enough of David, David Shepherd, and High Hills. <laughs> Thank you. 
David Shepard's High Hills and that cracking novelty before that, David Lowe and Wave. And at the very beginning, we had Len Rawl and La Mer. As time went on, it felt that the church was not the most suitable place to house such an important collection of music, owing to deterioration of the building. After all, the church was a Victorian-built building. So a new building was to be constructed a few hundred metres away from the existing building. And in 2004, the Wurlitzer played the last notes in the church, and it took four years before the reopening concert took place in 2008. In its new home, the Wurlitzer certainly sounds mighty fine in the concert hall, and since the uh, end of last year, I occasionally pop in and play for the tours. It's certainly something that is very dear to my heart, and it's a great way to introduce the public to a rather special instrument, not just that particular Wurlitzer, but the sound of the cinema organ. They particularly do not expect um, the sound to be as warm and rich as it is, and always there is a positive response um, to the Wurlitzer. Uh, it certainly is the grand finale of the tour, and I very much enjoy going along and playing. There's something about playing a Wurlitzer on original relays, despite the limitations, you know, you can't change stops and all the rest of it, but there's something very special about the feel of a completely original Wurlitzer. Anyway, between my tours, I occasionally leave microphones running and just have a, a tinker through various tunes. And uh, out of the hat came Nancy with a laughing face one time, so I thought I'd share that with you today.
Yours truly at the Musical Museum Brentford Wurlitzer, Nancy with a laughing face. Now, several recordings have been made of the Wurlitzer in the new home, but to me, my favourite is the one recorded in 2009 by the resident organist of the Odeon Leicester Square, Donald McKenzie. I think that Donald's choice of music on the CD is absolutely excellent, and he paid tribute to the great man Joseph Seal by re-recording one of the many marches that Joe wrote as play-out music that was sent to various cinemas up and down the country. So here is Wurlitzer Fanfare. It's a fanfare and Donald McKenzie at the keys of the Musical Museum's Wurlitzer. So, as I said at the very beginning of this programme, the museum are doing this uh, GoFundMe fundraising scheme at the moment uh, to raise £60,000 
to enable the museum to continue to operate and present not only concerts featuring the Wurlitzer, but all the other activities they do. Don't forget the Wurlitzer is just a small part of a really amazing collection. And uh, if I'm bored between playing tours, I can often pop down and join a tour. I am never bored by the wonderful and almost never-ending examples of very interesting mechanical music and uh, non-mechanical music as well across all sorts of ages. It's a real fab place, so do pop along. And if you're lucky, the Wurlitzer will be played either by me or there's a couple of other of us that pop in from time to time. So please support this institution. I know it's not the only venue that's struggling, but uh, the Musical Museum is not just about the Wurlitzer. It's a huge, huge archive and library alongside all of the stuff that you see on the tour. So it would be a great shame to lose that. So... From me, Damon Cox, this week, please consider donating and uh, hopefully you'll be able to tune in next Thursday when Robert Hope Jones will be at the microphone for another selection of favourites. So bye for now. (laughs) 